Good morning. With us today, I'm so excited. I have Rolanda Watts. Good morning, Rolanda. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You can, you can probably hear my uh, coffee percolation in the back. Okay. <laughs> How's the weather? The weather is getting a little, little snappy here in New York. We've had some beautiful weather. And, you know, I just recently moved from Los Angeles to California, I mean, from, from Los Angeles to New York. So, oh, I, wow. me and my, my dog and I are getting used to this little cold weather. New York has had beautiful fall weather, and now it's finally getting to get a little, little tease of winter here. Uh-oh, maybe. But it's November, what can we say? Right, right. Okay, you know what, I am so honored to have you uh, this morning on this call, and taking the time to speak with me because I view you as an icon. I mean, your, just your journey, it's amazing. And to unpack it, and it's just so rich, it's so layered. So thank you again. You are so welcome. Thank you. I'm honored. Wow. So I I really want to talk about just your formation, your education, which in itself I found fascinating. Can you just share a little bit with us this morning? Sure. Um, you know, one of the edicts of being a WAP member my, in my family was not whether you were going to college or what college you were going to. Mm-hmm. Education has always been extremely important to my family. Everybody, I mean, my grandmother, my great aunt, my mother and father, everybody was teachers. We had chemists. We had, uh, I had a great, great, a grandfather who in fact helped found Bennett College in the basement of his church. I mean, education has always been extremely important to us. And on top of that, back in the 60s when I was starting school, um, you know, I was born in 1959, so going to kindergarten uh, during a time when people were challenging segregation, my parents were like, I tell you what, you're going to be a guinea pig and you're going to have to grow up and be strong because you're going to go in and integrate these schools here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And I was the first black in the kindergarten. I was the only black in my high school. And wow. I went to a college prep high school. And then after that, uh, where I was the only black with all white girls who founded in 17. We just celebrated our, our 250th anniversary. And they asked me to come back and coach. But we were, it was founded back in 1772 or something. And it, uh, and it, it's a strong force today, Salem Academy. Then from there, I go to at traditionally all black school, HBCU, Melbourne College, and got a great education in theater art and, um, and English with a minor in communications. I had a double major. Wow. And I wanted to get to New York so badly to be an actor. I always wanted to be an actor. Did a lot of musical theater in high school and in uh, college. Played a lot of guys because my voice was so deep. <laughs> but, and I went to these all-girls schools, but after I finished, I wanted to get to New York, is my point, to be an actor. And so I said, how can I get to New York without my parents on my back and still, you know, you know, get my dream to come true? I could be in school. So I took all these internships while I was in Spelman so I could graduate a year early and went to Columbia, where I was supposed to be trying to be a journalist. And I remember telling my father, Daddy, I'm not here to be a journalist. I'm here to be an actor. And as soon as I get my big role on Broadway, I'm going to quit Columbia. And my dad looked at me like I had grown a third horn. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to 
Columbia where I fell in love with the art of journalism and actually found something in myself. In fact, when I go back and I look at pictures of me as a kid, and I started working on a typewriter when I was like four. Then you have pictures wow. of me on a typewriter at nine. Then you have pictures of me on a typewriter as a teenager and then as a journalist. It's crazy that the things that, you know, we do today, we, we were doing as kids. Talk so much that my dad would give me a tape recorder and say, go in your room and make up voices and tell the whole story there. And yes, I say, what I do today. I go in my room, I make up voices, and I put factor <laughs> too. So a lot of the things that I do today, ironically, are tapping in on what I did as a child. You know, after my journalism set with uh, New Jersey Network and um, Eyewitness News and WNBC and Inside Edition, where I was, I was anchor and uh, investigative reporter for all of these networks. Then I got a, a, an opportunity I couldn't refuse, and that was to do my own internationally syndicated talk show, which I did throughout the 90s, the Rolanda show. And then when that was done, I said, you know what? I'm not going to start any minutes when I should have. I'm going to go to Hollywood. I'm going to beat that actor that little girl wanted to be. And I've been acting as a working actor for 25 years, voice actor and physical actor, and I'm really proud to announce that just last week, we launched Parkinson Live. I play uh, Hazel Wilson, a, a media and merch-hungry music mogul in the new sitcom that MC Light and Bentley uh, Evans are doing. It's called Parkinson Live. And I play her boss. She's a rapper who's trying to Get her niece to be an up and coming rapper and walk into her footsteps. It's a fun show. It's a sitcom that just launched, y'all. So follow up on the All Black Network. Go on over there to All Black, A L L B L K, a new network, and support us. It's a wonderful show for the whole family. Wow. Yeah, so that's the deal. I got a movie coming out in January, and I got a bunch of stuff. Just so put me in, in your Netflix or wherever you'll find voice or physical acting, and then I've got my podcast, Rolanda On Demand, and so my track has been just, you know, it sounds like I do a whole bunch of things, and it I do does. this wonderful voice acting master class, a bunch of, but it's all storytelling, Colette, you know, I love stories, and I've lived enough to tell some of my own, you know, <laughs> right. everything I do is the power of storytelling, and I love words, and, and writing, and acting, and arts, and and it's all seeming to come together somehow. And then, of course, I still have my talk show with you. You know, if anybody needs me to fill in for you, let me know. So, <laughs> well, you may be filling in for a couple of people right now because there's a. Um, let's see who's going to get Wendy Williams. <laughs> I know. Well, the folks are doing a good job over there, but if they need, need the help from the veterans, just let me know. Let me know. Well, we're going to put that out there. Um, so. Yeah, you know something? I think, I think that would be a fun place to really show my stand-up comedy side, too, which I didn't do, which I wasn't doing last time I was here in New York. I was, you know, an anchor, anchor woman and talk show host, and I've done so much since I've come back. I would love to see how that's all going to culminate right here in New York City, my home, and where it all started. So it's, it's an exciting time for me. You know, and it really, really is. And it's nice to do this chapter, another chapter of your life. Yes. Uh, you know, at this age, what might say. But, you know, it's, it's this well seasoning, I would say. So we'll see what the future brings, but I'm excited. Wow. You know, you, in, in, Eight minutes, you gave so much. I, it's like so much to unpack. Like, I love the arc that you um, provided of 
on a typewriter at age four and then again at age nine. I mean, it was like, you know, you have to wonder what things are destiny for us. Uh, you know, what, 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 that, what that meant because those symbols are still there. So you are so, um, so rich in information and so rich in experiences. And you kind of just kind of whiz through how you went from uh, journalism at Columbia to landing a position in New York. Can you just give us a little bit of insight? What, how did you make that jump? From which which one? Which jump? <laughs> he said, "I've got a lot of jumps. Uh, the jump, <laughs> the jump from Columbia, and you're getting your master's at Columbia to now you land in New York as a journalist. How did you do that? Well, you know, there's a there's always more backstory than the eye. You know, <laughs> um, it's so funny. I saw this this uh, this. It was a, a poster, somebody, you know, one of those graphics somebody had put up online. And it was a great big triangle, and just this teeny tiny tip was showing, and then this big light bird underneath it. It was saying that little teeny tiny tip is what people see. The rest of the triangle is all the hard work and back, so nice to go there. But I went back to North Carolina where I grew up. I grew up in Winston Salem, North Carolina. I had an internship there. I was in D.C. way back when I was in high school. And so that kind of, you know, it's telling in itself, looking back. But then when I had to start my career, you know, you just don't start in New York. I mean, that, that, would, be, that would be suicide. I tell young folks today who are so hungry to move so fast to the big anchor seat, they're not even seasoned. They don't even deserve that seat. Get your butt out in America and tell some stories before you think you can get the big market. Mm. Or else you're going to make a complete fool of yourself. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression. A mm. good one. And so, you know, really get out there and, and learn the craft. I went back to, went to Greensboro, North Carolina, and worked with Delta SMY, a CBS affiliate there. Now, I didn't stay long. I couldn't take some of the things that we have fought very hard against today, the Me Too, the BLM, the mm-hmm. things that we had to stand up to and against. Um, throughout our business, I've been in this entertainment and news business for 40 years. We're wow. not in an industry that eats our young. So mm-hmm. there were some things, you know, a lot of my stories peppered with the times when I put my foot down. Here I was 20-something years old. <laughs> And the, the, they were, the, the things they were doing was just wrong. And I was just like so unhappy. And ironically, and ironically, they were telling me, you can't write. And I, one of the things I know I can't do, Miss Columbia graduate and English major from Melbourne. <laughs> 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 okay, so I'm like, all right, this is messing with your head. And ironically, New Jersey Network. Uh, said, we'll take you. We we, we want we to hire you away. And they were like, well, you have a contract. I said, honey, the chances, whatever is looming ahead of me is far better than me staying right here and putting up with this with mm-hmm. this nonsense. So I went to New Jersey Network very quickly, and then I hopped up, became an anchor woman at like 23 or 24. Amazing. And they were trying to dress me up so I would look older. <laughs> And I was like, now today I'm trying to dress up while I was younger. But uh, started there and then hopped over the water to NBC and uh, got to work with the, the Al Rokers and Iker with Chuck Starburn. Sue Simmons was my mentor and 
You know, I grew up with all of those, Storm Fields and all that little crowd. And then I went to WABC, where I worked with Ernie and Mathis and got to anchor with Bill Buchel, Roger Grimsby. Jeez. You know, it was Cross Abrams, all of those folks. I was here in the heyday of news, I think, in New York. And then I went to Lifetime Television and did a little talk show. Remember, there were only three networks back then. Right. And there was this little fledgling network that happened to be the little the little sister or the little niece of ABC called Lifetime TV. Mm. Imagine women having their own network. And I was like, wow, I want to go work there. So they had this talk show called Attitude. I, they, they hired me over there, left the news behind, entered this wild world of talk, and the show was canceled in nine months. But oh. they kept me on. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I gave up news to do this thing called talk. And so Roger King had been trying to get me to do a talk show for him. Roger King, who was Oprah and Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, all of that. He was a very, very dear friend of mine. And he had been trying to get me to do a talk show for about five years. And I said, Roger, listen, I'm a journalist. I don't do talk. You've already got Oprah. You don't need me. Um, and he was like, no, you've got more to say than in 30 seconds. Mm. And I want you to come say it with me. So I said, well, maybe. And then he, he, he hired me to go on Inside Edition. He said, just get in here and see how you like the, the, you know, going national. And I liked it. And in nine months, I was on the air at the Rolanda show because he, he needed me to, to step in. Because another show he was doing wasn't doing well. And so he needed me to step in live. Colette, we didn't even have a pilot. We wow. Just, walked on, in fact, I was doing two shows at the same time, Inside Edition and whatever this Rolanda show was going to be. But he needed to save those time slots, you know. And his face and some money. So I walked right into talk because I was known for live TV. And I think what made us really different was that I approached all of our stories from a journalistic point of view. Mm-hmm. And made it make sense, you know, in a, in, a, in a wider perspective. It's just not, you know, kids running away from home. Well, let's look at why this family's in crisis. Mm-hmm. And let's if people are going to scream and shout, then scream and shout to save something, to save your marriage, save your kids, save each other, something. You had to turn what's crazy is, is, is happening in the 90s and turn it into a, a moment of, you know, if you're revealing, hey, guess what? Guess who your dad is and all that kind of stuff. We didn't do that, but if you're going to reveal crazy information like that, then let it have a purpose and a plan to it to help somebody. You know, but the 90s became, we ain't helping nobody but ourselves. We're going to get these ratings no matter what. And it became a very vicious cycle in television that, quite honestly, people like me and Lisa Gibbons, we don't want to be part of that. And so, you know, we talk about reinvention and doing so many different things in life. Sometimes you have to make a, 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 a decision because, you know, look, oh, that pulled out of you. Somebody says, sorry, here's the, here's the chip, you got to go. Um, and then sometimes life just happens, like COVID, you know, plan mm-hmm. that. Or right. earthquake, you know, you never know. But you got to have a backup plan. What would you do next? If, if, especially if you knew you couldn't stay in Atlanta, especially if you knew something you've been doing since you were four. How mm-hmm. can you manifest that talent that gift and turn it into a bunch of jobs? <laughs> <laughs> into a career, into a, just a, an amazing, it's like you're the caterpillar repeating over and over again each time the monarch butterfly gets better and better you know the markings are more well, right is the caterpillar ever going to turn into the butterfly no the caterpillar does each time you know in that metamorphosis each one the the monarch butterfly becomes more beautiful so the story oh, really 
really, really is, is layered. But the point I try to make to let is, is to just, you know, when you see, uh, not just me, but when you see a lot of people, you too, you know, when you see folks and you say, oh, wow, you got to know with the blood, sweat, tears that go into that oh, to make sure. that look so seamless and to make it look easy. I just didn't walk into an anger death. You know, the, the, the things, the politics you have to fight in the and the circumstances, not only in an industry, but in a society and a world that doesn't naturally accept women, especially strong and outspoken and busted mobsters. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, wow. and, you know and, and being black, you know, there were things that we had to go through. And I think all of that's being so revealed now. But yeah, that to walk through those, those grenades, what do you call those when they blow up a potato field, uh, the, those... To say that you had to have thick skin is an understatement. that line that's you know you gotta I guess you're, what you're really alluding to is you have to get up and go that's all you got that's it right that's it that's all you got I'll yeah. make it do this right okay so <laughs> and, keep, and keep going so my question with the Rolanda show which was groundbreaking in so many ways as you just laid out just beautifully about okay if you're going to reveal these intimate details about your life Let's lay it out so people, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, and we understand it. It's just not gratuitous violence. How how many episodes did you do? Were you able to get syndicated? Um, is that... St- no, we walked in, I walked into international syndication. Wow. And there were places that we were broadcasting. Let me tell you, we were huge in the Middle East. And, you know, people are on TV today with point three rating. I can't even imagine. Our last and worst rated show was a 2.3. Jeez. So, of course, the world is very different now. But it's like, wow. So, we were international. Uh, I would love to go over to King World, who was my co-producer with Watchworks Productions and King World Productions. But they were also, uh, you know, the distributors. So I would love to go over to the distributing office and just say, let me see the numbers over there in France, or let's see it in, but, but the, it just looked in way that we were so huge in the Mideast. And I just thought, man, I just, I, it still flat baffles me today, but places that I couldn't even pronounce this, now we know Dubai and you know, all these other places. Oh. But yeah, they were watching the Rolanda show for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever yeah. come back to... Uh a talk format? Would you like to do it again? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, I mean, it's just a natural talent for me. And when all the, you know, the planets, the stars are aligned and, and you know, we have a great, great, uh, a, a great idea, then yeah, why not? Why not? I think the tide has changed. And, you know, the only thing that I had a problem with with talk was when we really disrespected people's lives and stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just not fair. You know, I just believe that at the end of the day, all we have are stories. And respect 
for each other. And I don't and I don't ambush people. I don't, that's just not my style. And that was the style of the 90s, and that was the only reason we walked away. I mean, I think there's ways to tell stories. I think there's ways to help people and have fun, too. Um, but, yeah, there's a, there's a certain style that I like, and I think that's perfect, and I think I have a lot to contribute, and I think that will happen. When the time is right and when all the the planets and the team align, the right team, too, that's very important in this business. Then, yeah, we'll make it happen. Well, you're walking into the right alignment because um, there's so many different um, ways in which we see... um, Information, you know, entertainment, information. So I think your stars are getting ready to align right now. Um, just people are looking for the right thing. Um, I yeah, think it's going to be your moment. You know what it is, it's also sitting back and looking and doing your research and figuring out how it all works now. You know, if you don't need to do the Rolanda show on television necessarily. Could it be on YouTube? Right. Be on Facebook? You know, streaming. There's so many different avenues now to get your messages out. And, um, you know, TV, of course, is where I come from, and that's my background, so I naturally gravitate to that. But, you know, I've got some, some folks of different generations who are on my team, too, who are saying, let's look at some wider things, and I think it's an exciting time. Right now, everybody's doing a talk show, so why shouldn't I? <laughs> exactly. Everyone, you know, and it's just like you said, there's streaming, there's YouTube, there's Facebook. Content is everywhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, but I still see you because you're so iconic and there's such a, a void in uh, mainstream uh, television. Um, there's so many different avenues. I'm just going to wait and watch and see who comes along. And when I see it break in the trades that you just, because I know it's, it's, it's here. I'm listening just to how you unpacked your life in 22 uh, minutes. And, you know, that's, that's network. That's network. I'm talking TV. Did I hold you for 13 minutes and I'm golden? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It was just amazing. It was flawless. It was just perfect. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, ABC, uh, I should say ABC has their their team. I, I hear they're working on some other things. Their numbers. Again, you talk about those numbers. They're not that great. And for sure, NBC is trying to look again at someone. I wonder. Hmm. Hmm. Now, listen, Colette, you just, with your wonderful spirit, you, you just put it out there. So you never know. Once it's out there, you never know where an idea might formulate. <laughs> right. NBC, Comcast. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. what, tell me about the show, your show on All Black, and let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, oh, listen, Colette, it is the most charming little old show. It's called, I call it a little old show. It's a very big show for all black. It stars as executive produced by MC Light. And what is so crazy is MC Light, and I go back to when she came on my show back in the 90s. And now, and we have a picture of us together on my stage, cut to a picture of us together on her stage, and it's part of my office, and this is the thing. But anyway, um, MC Light and a young lady named Precious Way, a young rapper that was discovered on IG, Instagram, and also Bentley Evans is one of the executive producers, 
Bitly has, has, has written four characters for me, y'all. I can't even believe wow. think of that. On the Jamie Foxx show, you know, he does Jamie Foxx, Martin, In the Cut, Love That Girl, all that. But I was on Love That Girl, Jamie Foxx show. Um, what else did he do? Oh, In the Cut. And now, NC Life. Harvard and Rhyme, that's the name of our new one that just came out. So four different sitcoms I've worked with him on. And it's just wonderful to work with great pros. Ron G, the comedian, is in it. Chloe Taylor is in it. Um, Leslie Jonathan is in it. Uh, Richard Lawson is in it. We just have a great team. And the music is off the chain. The, 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 the MC Light, I, I say, you know what? You can't, you can't, you pass on the torch, but you steal the flame, girl. She is rapping. She raps unstoppable. Our our main, you know, our main music. And um, shout out to Dwayne, who is the music director. It's just amazing because I think we're going to have a nice music layout with all the new rap songs, beautiful music, as well as a great storyline for the whole family. And it's about I play this ruthless uh, music mogul Hazel Wilson, who is MC Life's character's boss. And I tell her, we're not going to renew your deal, but I can keep you on as a vice president if we can have your niece as the new rapper who will follow in your footsteps. Now, she and the niece, the, the Lindsay Life character and the niece, which is precious away, don't get along. So this is all friction everywhere, and all I want them to do is ka-ching, ka-ching, make money and sell merchandise. So it's a fun, fun, fun show, and I want everybody to watch it on All Black. It rolls out new episodes every Thursday. Oh, okay. So, um, I went and I picked up a clip, and uh, yeah. can you, uh, we're going to take a moment, and can you tell me what we're going to look at in that clip, and it, it seems interesting, so you are the... Which, which, one, which, which one is it? What's it called? I'll tell you what that Okay, it's the clip where you're the, the, the music mogul, and you're meeting with your uh, MC Light, and you're saying, well, you know what, we're going to make money with you, and... Uh, She's kind of like... Okay, the whole thing is, whichever thing you're showing, yes. it's the lead up to MC Life being told some not-so-good things. But I got to kind of enable her. So here it is, an uncomfortable moment in Hazel Wilson's music office. Okay, I love that clip. I love that clip. We're going to take a look at it right now. Well, what I was going to tell you is that the record label is going in a different direction. Oh, well, this is great because... Listen, you are a legend, and you will always be revered. But um, I think you know that all good things do come to an end. Now, you've been here at Prosper Records since the very beginning, and goodness knows we made a lot of money off of you. <laughs> well, you know, together. Well, see, that's the reason I don't know you own your name. You can pronounce it any way you want. You can do whatever you want. Hey, why don't you become independent and make all of your own money? So what you're saying is what that I'm saying is that in two years, the publishing reverts back to you. To you, 100%. And as a matter of fact, I was talking with an ad company, and they're interested in using one of your songs in a commercial. <laughs> yeah, now, of course, we're going to get our cut, but you're going to get a few checks. And I suggest you use them wisely. So a new deal looks like what? Well, there is no new deal, Lana. Huh? You've been dropped. 
drop. You can't drop like a bowling ball, like a piano out a window drop, like a baby out. Oh, okay, okay. Well, how about Lana? That's a professional. But All Black is a very, very, very important piece of media today that it's owned by Robert Johnson and it's an imprint under AMC and it says he has his own black network, if I'm not correct. Right, right. And, and so just that is an amazing step. See, full circle. And now you're back at an all-black, an all-African-American, uh, basically, media conglomerate that is making wonderful programming, original program. So your um, particular show on all-black, that's an original that um, Brittany Evans created. Is that correct? That's right, and he, he and MC Life, they are both writers, both executive producers, and then we've got uh, Brent and Mute over there, and uh, a lot of great folks who are behind the network who are supporting us, and so we are, we are hoping and praying and just knowing in our hearts we're going to get more, more series. <laughs> right, you know, it's amazing, and it's, it's got a great cast, you were amazing, I mean, I... It was really enjoyable. So um, much success with that. Um, and, you know, one thing, um, my angle D, which is equal to 90, um, and you take 90 times 4, and it's going to give you 360, making my box. What about your voiceover academy and your voiceover, your master classes? Let me tell you, this has been one of the surprises of my life and one of the greatest things I think has happened. Um, you know, I do this whole, I do a lot of speeches and, and talking to young men and women and veterans and, and the like about reinvention, about, you know, my life should be gold and not set politely. And when you find yourself in transition or you're just unhappy, want to try something new or, you know, you got to got a chance to really go for something, then, you know, reinvent yourself. There's nothing wrong with reinvention. So I talk a lot about that. Well, in the course of that, you know, that was doing that before COVID. And then COVID hit, and then everybody was talking about reinvention. So I got a lot of people who came to me and said, listen, I just lost my job, or I'm an empty nester now, or I'm locked up in my house for the next year, so can you teach me voice acting? And I was like, well, I'm not really a teacher or a coach. I just, you know, have been doing it for 25 years. Um, okay, can you, can you pause there? Tell me. See, there, there you go again. 
There you go again. There you go again. You are an amazing, renowned voice actress, and you're just not going to get to pass through that. How many things have we heard you on that we don't even know it's you? You, well, for the past 20 years, I've been Professor Wiseman on Curious George. <laughs> I wow. raised children who started watching it one, because we we're, we're not the, we're among the top animated shows for children on, you know, anywhere. And, um, and we were nominated for Emmys, and, you know, we're, we're really, that was one of my Emmy-nominated voice shows. Uh, but anyway, that's Curious George. I'm on Madagascar. I played Edith. Um, Kung Fu Panda, Lego City Adventure. If you're into gaming, League of Legends, I'm a Lowey. Uh, what else? I, you remember I used to do Judge Joe Brown? Bad boy. So I'm like, that's Judge Joe. Yes! And then I used to do Divorce Court. On Divorce Court today. And so it's a temptation wow. game show. I also, my clients include Google, Wells Fargo, McDonald's, Uptrobby. <laughs> um, you know, I do a lot of things. I do audiobooks. I do, I'm an announcer for shows. You know, I do a lot of stuff for my voice. But the main thing is, I really enjoy um, this surprise thing that came back. That now I'm a master teacher. I teach a master class. Yes, you are. It's Rwanda's voice acting master class. You can go to Rwanda.com and find out the details about it. But it's a six-week intensive course. And y'all remember, my name is spelled R-O-L-O-N-D-A. R-O-L-O-N-D-A. Uh, Rwanda.com. And... It's a six-week course for that where I take them from the equipment to taking care of their voice to breaking down scripts because voice acting is that. It's acting. You can have a beautiful voice in the world, which is a plug, but it's really about acting. Can you make those characters and themes pop off those pages? Mm. So I teach voice acting, and we also teach voice marketing. How do you, you know, how do you get your name out there, your face out there as a voice actor? You know, how do you, because it's a business, too. So we teach the business side of it. Bring in voiceover pros. We have a really huge on Clubhouse. We have a private Facebook page, so you're getting a community and you're getting ongoing support from other uh, members of what they, they call it. It's what they collect. They, 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 I hear my students come out. Did you go to the AMC? Absolutely, and that's Rolanda.com. 
And remember, yeah. if you get in there now, there's a, uh, a $200 savings, Rolanda.com. And, you know, again, we hate to say first come, first serve, but it's a limited class. So That's I, right. It's, that's right. Limited seating and limited time offer for this two hundred dollars off. That's a really incredible deal because I think that the enrollment is something you can afford because you know we're all coming out of COVID. I'm not trying to kill you here, but you know a two hundred dollars off is going to make it even sweeter. I can't make it more sweet than that. Um, but come on and check it out and let's have a talk and, and for sure. I, I appreciate you helping me bring that up. Oh, I need, I need it because right. I I want to just really bring that up, and it, you know, if we're really like, and I want to just share this, um, you know what? Let's do some supporting of Black businesses, Black gift ideas, and let's keep it. Let's circle back. Let's recirculate our money. And so, what better gift than to you know someone that you know has this super talent? Let's get them in Rolanda's class. There. That would be a wonderful gift. Wonderful gift. And you know what? I, I'm starting a children's class because I have clients as young as seven years old. And I have a 10-year-old. He, he got so much confidence in the class that when he left, he went back to school and became the anchor man for their morning news show. He said <laughs> he, he felt so confident. It's the confidence you need. Yes. Because when, you, when you're prepared, you're no longer scared. That's the motto of my Masterclass. I love it. And it's a nourishing environment where you can learn and grow and have a lot of fun and meet some really cool people along the way. So come on to Mama, Mama Bear Road. Let me take care of you. <laughs> I love it. Oh, let's, let's say this. You have let's get a, let's give a code um, from your podcast to let. Let's do that. So you get right. a special special offer. Oh, thank you. Um, Black Friday offer, so y'all, the time is limited and the seats are limited, so let's get serious. And um, you want to, what, 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 what code do you want to use to list? Uh, Rolanda Masterclass. You have to say. <laughs> How about this one? Because so few people say this. I love my voice. That's the code. I love it. It's a weekly week Black Friday deal, family deal. I love my voice. Remember I that. I love my voice. So when you so when you set up your discovery call or you email me at Rolanda at Rolanda.com, I love my voice is your coupon code for that Black Friday deal. $200 off. You can't beat that. You only get it here. So that would be great. And I so appreciate you doing that. So in closing, yeah. I, I want to ask you something, if yeah. I can. Where do you see Rolanda now? And five years from now, what's your next leg of your metamorphosis into the perfect, beautiful monarch butterfly? Oh my goodness, what is this? Mm. Well, I think I, I, well, I hope to be uh, continuing to influence people and lifting people and helping people. Uh, definitely inspiring my voice crowd and my acting crowd and my broadcast crowd and my talk show crowd. Um, I have been so blessed and I'm so grateful for so many things that during this, this giving season um, and, and season of joy because, you know, my followers, no matter what I have done since 1981, no matter what I've done since 1981, my, 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 I call it my family, but they have, everybody follows me no matter what, they keep following me. I think 
my gifts so much. I believe that God gives us all very individual and many gifts. And my gift back to God is to use them wisely and to use them to uplift and help and inspire people. And as long as my story can change minds and change hearts and change laws and change for good, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I've lived long enough and been through enough that it's time to get all that back that I can't take it with me. Mm. You know, so it, it's that time. And who knows how that will culminate itself. Will it be, oh, will it be another novel, my readers of Destiny Lingers, my romance oh, yes. endorsed by Dr. Maya Angelou on a sequel. That's a great juicy novel to read during the holidays or a great gift too. So, you know, look that one up. Destiny Lingers I want to watch. But, you know, whatever I'm doing, I hope to touch people with my story. And, uh, you know, and that's it. That's it. I just try to be the best person I can be. Okay, and what are your social media handles if you'd like to uh, just make sure we can get that out there and broaden that as well? Yeah. At Rolanda Watt, R-O-L-O-N-D-A, R-O-L-O-N-D-A, W-A-T-T-S, at Rolanda Watt, everywhere. <laughs> love it, love it. And thank you, Rolanda. This has been, this is a lot to unpack. This is a lot, and I think you gave so many jewels. I can't even begin to say which one was the best because there's something in this interview for everyone. I wish you good health. I wish you much continued success because that's who you are, and I just want ABC, not ABC, but NBC Comcast to, hey, take a look at Rolanda. And in closing, I thank you for so much of just being that beacon of light for everyone for what my goodness 40 plus years so continued health god bless god bless you thank you all right thank you Rhonda. bye-bye bye that was Rhonda watts now you know why she can say it was a master class she gave all of us a master class this morning That was a masterclass in how to live one's life. Think about all the things that she's achieved in her 60 years of life. Hard work, dedication, fall down, get up, keep going. Spelman graduate, master from Columbia School of Journalism, Author, journalist, TV talk show host with a syndicated, internationally syndicated show, actor, voice actor for over 25 plus years. She's done it all. Thank you, Rolanda. Looking forward to the next chapter. So, what's new with us? In closing, um, We're waiting for the Bernard Aubrey case. We're waiting to see what happens. Or I should say Ahmaud Aubrey. Like we're waiting to see what happens. I want to encourage everyone to be encouraged. Don't listen to the negative. Look into the positive. Let's rely on hope. Let's support Joe Madison and his push to make sure that the John Lewis voting rights bill is signed by Biden, President Biden. President Biden, please make sure you sign that into law. 
divine, what in this case it's just ridiculous. Diane Feinstein is course standing in the way. Maybe it's time for her to step down. Um, I don't know if she really is up for it. Why would she stand in the way of it? Are you really a Democrat or are you something else? Maybe it's time, Diane, Senator Feinstein, that you step down. How could you be in the way of something so important? But Biden, President Biden, you don't need her. You know what you have to do. Let's get rid of that filibuster. Let's do some carve-outs. Let's make it happen. In closing, remember, the story is not told until the storyteller is the lion and the hunter is not. Everyone take care. Be well. Wear your mask. God bless. This has been a Brown Bear Reggie Valens production in connection with Don Carter, Karen Bennett, Patrick Bolden.